Hello, and welcome to another episode of Disneyland Devoted. I am your host, Michelle, and once again, I want to thank you for being here. I truly appreciate you. So today's episode is a continuation of the new series I started in this podcast, which is really overviews and reviews of each of the lands in the two theme parks at the Disneyland Resort. So last week, we started with Disney California Adventure. We went through the entrance and Buena Vista Street and Hollywood Land. Today, we're going to continue with Disney California Adventure, and we're going to go over Grizzly Peak. There's a whole lot going on over there. It's one of our favorite places. And so I'm just going to walk you through that area, talk about the dining, the shopping, and the attractions along that area. So let's go ahead and get started. So like I said, it's Grizzly Peak is the name of the land. And where it is, is if you enter the um, front gates of DCA and you go down Buena Vista Street, which is the main Street area with the shops, and you get to the fountain there at Carthay Circle. Last week we went to the left and we went to Hollywood Land. Today we're going to go to the right and we're going to go down Grizzly Peak area. And when you first make your right, one of the first things you'll come to is the dining area there, right next to Soren. And it's called Smoke Jumper's Grill. Now, I really like this dining location for several reasons. The first one is it has both indoor and outdoor seating. And the outdoor seating is very shaded. So it's a nice, cool area when you visit in kind of the warmer months or just when it's sunny outside. And then it's got indoor seating if you want to be out of the elements. I also like the menu options here because it's a little more conservative. It's a little more family-friendly, children-friendly. There's chicken strips and hamburgers and salads and things like that. Is it the best dining location ever? No, but it's perfectly good and it will meet a lot of family needs and I like it. And it's also a big dining location. I should mention that because there's always ample seating So I find this to be a really good choice. If you go just a little bit further there on your right, you're going to run into Soren. It's either Soren over California, like it is right now, or Soren over the world, which is their other overlay. Either one is absolutely amazing. It is by far one of my favorite attractions on the DCA side. If you're not familiar with that attraction, It is a, how do we describe this in my terms and not the scientific terms? So the, one of the great things about Soren is it can fit a lot of people at one time. It's based on a giant, giant screen is, um, you're going to be Soren yourself. Like you're kind of like on a hang glider or like a drone. That's how it feels like you're high up in the air. The screen is kind of taking you through this beautiful landscaping, no matter which overlay you go in or on or through, depending on what they're uh, doing at the time. But there's rows and rows of seating, and therefore that's why it can hold a lot of people at one time. But when you first come into the attraction, the seating and this giant 
mechanical contraption that's holding all of this seating. It all looks very innocent. You just have rows of seats. You get in line. You file into your row. You get strapped in. And you can see the giant screen in front of you. But when the attraction starts, all of those seats go up in the air. And it's got to be, I mean, I can't, I've never seen it from the viewpoint of a cast member, but I'm assuming it's all that same set of rows, one above the other, facing that screen. And so you might see some feet dangling from the row above you, but really the way that they have it set up is you have like an awning over the top of you, which is where the speakers and things are. So you really are shielded from too much and it makes you feel like you're the only row they're looking at this enormous screen and then when it starts like I said you're in this simulation where you're flying through the air through all of this amazing scenery and I want to say that I do not like simulation rides and that's not exactly what this is like it's not a lot of movement it's not going to make you sick to your stomach if you're afraid of heights you might If you really overthink how the attraction works, it might make you feel uncomfortable, but you're so set up in a way that you kind of don't understand what's happening when they rise um, or raise these rows up. You, You really don't see exactly what's going on around you, and therefore it's not nearly as stressful as it may sound. And the scenery and the way that you are soaring through the air and you're dipping and going to the left and going to the right, but not in a motion sickness way, in a very gentle and peaceful way. Like I said, I don't do simulation rides and I absolutely adore this ride and never once have I ever felt a hint of nausea or anything like that. It's amazing. Um, Like I said, it doesn't matter which overlay. I like them both. Soarin' Over California is the first one, and then Soarin' Over the World came after that. So for, you know, sentimental reasons, I love Soarin' Over California, but I'll take either. And something else, they do pipe in some scents depending on the scenery, and so it just kind of adds that dimension to your experience, highly recommend it. Now, it is by far one of the most popular rides there in DCA. It's not quite as popular as, say, Radiator Springs, but it has hefty wait times. I don't know the exact timing, but I'm going to say the um, actual ride the attraction is maybe a good five to ten minutes but leading up to it takes a while so while they do put a lot of people on this attraction it does take a long time so it does tend to back up from a uh, wait time perspective this is definitely one of those attractions that I will do fast pass for so again using max pass if I'm over on the Disneyland side Um, I do watch to see where Soren is. Like I look to see when the fast passes are advancing throughout the day so I can catch one when I'm going to be on that side. If I'm starting on the DCA side, I do try to get on that attraction first thing where I don't need to use fast pass or I watch for it 
um, to grab it as soon as it's available via FastPass if the initial wait time and standby is a little too long. It's definitely worth it. I don't think you will be disappointed. And that's such a big attraction there at DCA. So um, once you're out of that ride, meaning walking down that same path and Soren was on your right, on your left across the way there is a gift shop, souvenir shop, whatever. And it's very aviator um, centric because it's going with that whole theme there. But it's got some really great merchandise in there, blankets and uniforms and kind of a little bit of a departure from what you'd see like in one of the main Disney shopping uh, areas. However, it does have some of that same stuff, but it's not huge. So a lot of the real estate is used up by aviator themes. So I always like to go in there and look around. We really enjoy that. There's also a little cart right there that has um, some beverages and some snacks. And it also has one of those um water bottle refill stations. So if you do bring a water bottle, a reusable water bottle, which I highly recommend that you do, that's a place that you can get that refilled. So that's a nice little uh, souvenir shop, gift shop, I don't even know what you call it, shopping area to kind of go through. And like many other things and many other shops, there are some high-end items too that are kind of fun to dream about. All right, so continuing around, it's going to take you around the corner, and you're going to see where the Grand Californian is right there, and that's where the entrance into the park or the entrance back to the resort is if you're staying at the Grand Californian. It's very nicely located, and there's a lot of trees right in that area. It's a really nice Uh, like relaxing walk along this pathway. So as you're curving to the left and you see the Grand Californian on your right, you're going to come up on the Grizzly River Run, which is on your left. So that's the Rapids ride. It is amazing. Now, this is one that if you love rapids or log rides, you'll really enjoy this. It's also a really fun one to watch if you don't like to ride this and you just want to watch the people coming down. There's, you know, running water at all times. There's geysers that pop up. The landscaping is awesome. And on more than one occasion, we've seen a cat kind of lounging around in the grass area right there between the path and the attraction itself. But it's a really nice place to sit and watch. Um, Now, if you like to ride these attractions, this is an amazing one. You will absolutely get wet. You will have some drops. And if you're not familiar with rapid rides, it kind of lets the water dictate the actual path within reason of the raft. Because what happens is, while there's really not a lot of places to go, you're in this circular raft that's got this you know, rubber tubing around it. And you're on these rapids in this, you know, fast moving water and it will spin you around to the left or to the right. Um, you'll come up to a drop and you'll be in front um, or I should say you'll be facing towards it. And then all of a sudden the water will turn you to the side and you're backwards. Now, I don't like to spin. So keep that in mind when I say that it doesn't spin you enough to make you sick. It's not as mild as um, 
like it's a small world where you're just, you know, taking this boat through this, you know, water path that has absolutely no rushing water. It's not like that. It's a little more intense than that. Um, it does have several drops, which are kind of fun and several opportunities to get very wet. And those geysers that I mentioned earlier, in my experience, I have ridden this so many times and only once has that geyser gone off underneath the raft and we got completely drenched. I find this is not scientific. I don't have any evidence of this, but just in my experience of visiting DCA, I find that the water tricks and all the stops get pulled during the hotter months where you really do want that water. So do check out this attraction um, when you're actually at DCA because the main plunge is right there when you're approaching, going around that bend like I was talking about, going around the bend to the left and the attraction is on your left. That main plunge is right there. So you kind of get a feel for how fast they come down and the water speed and all of that. And everyone that I see coming off of that attraction is laughing and having a great time. And that's people of all ages. So it's a really big favorite. It has a single rider line. So in the summer months, this is going to be very, very popular obviously because it's hot and it's a very refreshing ride. In the winter time, I would really recommend that you bring a change of clothes. So if you have children that are going to get wet, it's going to be colder outside. You don't want them to be, you know, walking around in wet clothes where the sun or the heat is not going to dry them quickly. I recommend putting a change of clothes in your backpack or whatever you're carrying. Also, ponchos are very popular. In fact, one time we rode this attraction and it was like the pay it forward event. So we go to get on the raft. The people coming off the raft handed us their ponchos because the same thing happened to them and several times before that. That was such a cool experience. We put on our ponchos. There was like three or four of us. Then we took off our ponchos and paid it forward to the next group. So that was a lot of fun. But if you don't have that experience, you could bring a poncho or definitely think consider bringing a change of clothes. If you go in the summertime, it may dry fast enough. Um, but just keep in mind the time of day you want to go as well. So again, if it's wintertime or cooler months, you may want to do that in the middle of the day when it's the hottest part of the day so you can drive faster. If it's the summer months, you may want to get to that attraction first thing in the morning or late at night because it's going to be so popular. And don't forget the single rider line to take advantage of that if you want to get on that attraction quickly without standing in the standby line as long as others. This is also a fast pass ride, so do keep an eye on that as well. Now, across from the Grizzly, I, I get tongue-tied when I say this, the Grizzly River Run, is the Redwood Creek Challenge. And this is one of our absolute favorite attractions in DCA and something we'd never discovered for years of going to the attraction. Didn't know what it was. Don't think I ever heard anybody talking about it. And when we were living next to Disneyland and we wanted to try things we never had, we definitely made this like top of the list because we walked past it, didn't really understand what it was. 
And oh my gosh, now we don't ever go to DCA without going to this. So what it is, is it's like a natural obstacle course nature uh, discovery park. I'll call it that. So when you go through the gates in the beginning, you have a lot of paths that you can walk down and there's like log stairs and bridges over water, like little drawbridges that you can walk across. And there's running creeks here and there. There's a tire swing um, attraction where kids up to a certain height can get on this tire swing and they go on this pulley and slide to the other side and slide back again. That's a lot of fun. There's all these beautiful redwood um, trees in there and it's like it's like you just stepped out of Anaheim and into the redwoods it's a really cool visual area but as you move through either path either you walked in and went to the left or you walked in and went to the right eventually you'll get to what I will call the obstacle course area and this is so fascinating there are stairs there are ramps so you don't have to go the obstacle way but the obstacle way is a rope path where you can climb up this rope path to get to the second and third floors and let me tell you that is a work out. It's pretty wide, like maybe six feet wide with this like woven rope um, work that you climb. Like you like, it's like you have to use your hands and your feet to climb up. Now they do have railings, but just if you're familiar with kind of climbing a rope, you don't necessarily always get to stand upright upright so you're climbing up this it's working every muscle in your body it's an amazing experience everyone is like rushing to get it done it's a serious workout but it's a lot of fun and then underneath that um attraction I'll call it that is this shaded area with all these cement benches that that parents can sit while the kids kind of run around there's foam padding by these like slides and pipes that they can climb in there's a miniature walk (laughs) I don't know why I'm so tongue-tied a miniature rock wall they can climb there's caves they can climb through it's such a great area in there. It's a wonderful opportunity to get some energy out, to let them run wild. You can go with them or you can stay there and they can run all around you and you can hear and see them. There are slides. They do things that the holidays like Santa's in there. Chip and Dale are often in there. So there's character experiences. It's such a great area and one I just don't know everybody knows about. So here's how we do this. Because you're children and you will get hot if it's not winter, right? Because you're running around, you're you know climbing, you're sliding, you're doing all kinds of things. So what I like to do is while we're in there and if I wait for a moment and let my daughter run around, I will go on my phone and find a fast pass for rapids right after we're done there. And that gives her an opportunity and me to cool off. So it's kind of like a win-win. You get all hot and sweaty and then you go on the rapids and you cool off. It's such a great, great experience in there. It's beautiful. And if you don't want to go on the rapids, 
Um, you can use that as maybe something you do after lunch before you go back and take a nap. Maybe if you find that your kids are getting restless, that's a great way for them to get out their energy. Maybe late at night, before bed. It's just such a great experience. So don't forget to check that out. Again, that is called the Redwood Creek Challenge. Also right there between the Grizzly River Run and the Redwood Creek Challenge is another souvenir gift shop area. It's kind of like got an outpost feel to it. There's some great things in there, some more shopping to kind of get that um, merchandise that fits that theming. And then as you walk a little bit further down the path, so you've passed Grizzly River Run, you've passed the shopping that's right there on the left next to the attraction. Oh, and by the way, there's this giant bear that's standing up as a great photo op at Christmas time. They put like a, you know, stocking on him. It's awesome. And then you keep walking down, you'll you'll come to the Redwood Creek Challenges there on your right. And then as you just keep walking down that path, you're going to come to this T area. If you keep going around this circle, it's going to take you behind the Grizzly River Run. Not the entire way behind, but it's another nice area. It's a good place to stop and watch the attraction get some shade. There's some benches over there. It used to be a smoking section, which they don't have that anymore. So it's still set up to be kind of secluded. So if you wanted to like get a snack and go sit there and listen to the water, watch the water, watch the people on the attraction, that's a really great spot to do that. There's also a a photo op right there that's like got the... um, what do you call that? The big wheel of water, like the paddle type thing that picks the water up and then it's going around in a circle and dropping the water. That's right there. You can see the folks get um, have already just gotten on the attraction and are making their first climb to, uh, on the attraction. So you can see the rafts going up or you can just enjoy the waterways. It's just such an amazing, peaceful area over there. If you didn't kind of circle around back behind the ride, but instead you took a right, you would be in the restroom area right there, and then it's going to take you straight out into the next area, which we'll talk about next time, which is called the Paradise Gardens area. And the aerial ride is right there. But on this little, it's just a little walkway between the River Run ride and aerial, you can find uh, characters there. And who I find most of the time is the characters from Zootopia. They're usually right there. And I've seen other characters as well, but that's usually right where they are. So that's just a look at that um, Grizzly Peak area. Again, it's got a very woodsy vibe. It's right there by the Grand Californian, the Rapids Ride, Soarin', the Redwood Creek Challenge. It's a lovely walk to meander through there. There's even a churro cart over there, which that's extremely important. Um, If you want churros, there's, I think, popcorn over by back by Soren. It's just such a nice walkway. Um, as I've mentioned in other episodes, and I'll mention throughout this series, is there's lots of ways to get there. Um, obviously, I took you deliberately around from the Carthay Circle, hanging a right, and then meandering around to Ariel. I'll call her my anchor point. You could also have gone straight at Carthay Circle, and you would go past 
cars land and then you would land right by aerial you could hang a right and go right back into that grizzly peak area so lots of ways to do that um restrooms there was the one right there by the end of the rapids ride and then there was also one back by soren so there's always a place to go to the restroom there's carts along the way there's just shopping it's such a nice little breezeway so i hope you enjoyed this section this part of the series on that part of dca the grizzly peak area if you have any questions about anything that i mentioned today or anything i didn't mention you can always email me questions at disneylanddevoted.com i hope everyone has an absolute magnificent week a magical one as it were and until next time bye